Welcome to Small Business Sisters, where two sisters who started their own separate businesses come together to share all things business growth and personal growth. Every week, they will share practical business tips they have learned along their journey and share their individual perspectives. So grab a drink and join the sisterhood as they discuss all things womenhood, motherhood, and small business. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Small Business Sisters. I'm Jenny. And I'm Christina. And we're so excited you chose to listen with us today or talk with us. Yeah, listen Listen. to us talk. (laughs) We feel like we're with you. You're in our minds while we're doing all this. But today we thought we'd um, do something a little different, a little fun. Uh, We thought we would do kind of a get to know you where you can get to know Christina and I just a little bit better personally. But then also we're going to give you some examples uh, based on the answers we give Um, from personal experience, how we could use that um, in our social media posts or emails of how we can tie it to our business, but also like let our customers into our humanness. So we're using a conversation deck by The Perch. Shout out to The Perch Place in Aurora. Amy Jackson um, is just an awesome person all around and the perch is designed to just give your soul a resting place, which I love. So she offers a bunch of curated activities and physical products, as well as in-person retreats. And you're going to hear from her more. We're actually going to have her on the podcast uh, in the next couple of weeks. So Yay. but we love this conversation deck, even if you wanted to just go grab that now on theperchplace.com. I use it with my family at dinner. We do it every night. And as you know, I have mostly teenagers. I mean, Simon, I kind of lump in there. He's 11. So I have 11, 14 and 16 year old boys and a husband. So all males and me and this I mean, this is something they will do and get on board with. It's really fun. When Christina's boys were here staying with me, we did the conversation deck together and it's just really fun to hear (laughs) everybody's answers. So we're going to do that today together. Yeah. I feel like boys will talk if they have something asked of them. Agreed. They don't just like freely give information, but if you ask them a question, it might be a smaller answer, but they will respond. I agree. And especially when you make it, um, I don't know, like lighthearted and not so abstract, then you really get really, you get a good insight into them. And I like that. So, okay. Conversation deck. So we have not looked, I'm going to just randomly draw these and then Christine and I will answer. So let me open it and we'll both answer the question, right? Because yeah, I don't have yeah. any to draw for you. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to, okay. So we'll go for our first one. <laughs> Christina, you can answer first. Okay. If you could choose an age to be forever, what age would you choose? Ooh. Well, this is kind of unfair because I'm only 30. I, I, I'm 33. I'll be 34 in two months, but I still say I'm 33. Um, and so I'm maybe something older than me is better, but I would say 28. What did you like about 28? Well, for me, my 28 year old experience was different because I already had three kids by the time I was 28, but I feel like 28 was an age where like 
I obviously had to already grow up because I had children, but it was also an age where I really started discovering who I was, but also because I had my kids young, I was 23 when I had Caden, my first one, I always felt like people looked down on me because I was young. Just the, you know, all my friends were older than me. Um, I had, you know, people question my parenting style and things like that because it almost felt like, oh, sweet Christina, she doesn't know what she's doing. So I felt like when I was 28, I was like, I'm grown up. Like I am officially, officially a grown up. And um, I don't know, you weren't 30 yet. So you weren't like, oh, I'm getting so old. It was just a good age. I liked it. Yeah, I identify with a lot that you're saying because I also did things really young. I mean, I was 20 when I got mm-hmm. married. So I always feel like I was playing catch up in a way of like defending my age. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I so I'm 37 and this is the first year that I feel like Oh, I I don't want to turn the next stage. Like I like, I like the stage. I would say my sweet spot has been in my thirties. I Mm -hmm. have loved being 30. And I think like you said, so this might be different based on everyone's age, but it's when I really became fully myself. It's when Mm -hmm. I did a lot of work in therapy and then covering trauma and like shedding things that no longer served me. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm finally leaning into, um, self-confidence in a way and just being fully who I am unapologetically shout out Tammy Helfrich. Uh, and so, yeah, I feel like my thirties and I, I like that things are trending towards like each decade is the new decade before, yeah. you know, how they're like, yeah. Are the new yeah, I, I hope that it continues like that. Cause I'm looking forward to my forties. I think it'll be fun. I, I might say 33 because only because this was the year I started therapy. And I really do think that that causes you to discover yourself and to what you were saying, become more confident in that. So while I loved 28 and always think like, oh, that's the dream age. I for me specifically, this has been a really good year. So how do you think if you were going to talk about that to your target audience, what would be a good way to tie that in? Ooh, well, my target audience is right in that age group from 28 to 38. Um, and specifically boy moms. And so, ooh, you're putting me on the spot, but I would probably say, um, you know, talk about, you know, recently I was asked what my dream age was. And I think it was 33 because I would just be honest and say it's when I started therapy and started discovering myself. Um, are you, you know, at an age where you're really turning into who you are or are you at the beginning? Maybe I would give them a this or that. Like, are you at the beginning stages of that? Are you in the middle of discovering who you are or do you fully think you know who you are? Yeah. And with your this or that, I feel like you could show two pictures of yourself in your shirts, like from 25, 28. And then now and be like, when I look at, you've done this before when you're like, when I look at this, Christina, this is what I would tell her. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good way. I feel like this would be a good one for me to post a quote candle. I feel like something of like representative of that age for me, which maybe I I like to do a play on song lyrics a lot. Like uh, my really popular one is um, 
you're all going to make me burn some sage up in here, up in here. So I feel like I would tie that into my age and loving the nineties. Yes. But yeah. See how you can like make everything into a post. Yeah. If okay. So an element. That's right. Okay. So this one is um, a little less deep. <laughs> okay. Okay. What's the best seat on an airplane? Oh, okay. Actually, I just saw a TikTok where a flight attendant was doing this and she was like <laughs> literally telling you the best seat on the flight. She said, you don't want emergency exit because there's no place to put your stuff in front of you. And I mean, you'd be responsible for a lot of people if there was an emergency. Um, you don't want... Okay, well, she said you don't want the back of the plane because the bathroom's right there because of like smells and stuff. But as a, it depends on if you're asking Christina traveling with children or Christina not traveling with children because we, when we flew to Chicago um, in December, we sat in the very back row. Oh, we had Southwest, so we could pick. Um, and it was so convenient because the kids went to the bathroom so many times. It was right there. And one time Oliver didn't know how to open it up after he went. So he was like pounding on the door and he was like, someone, <laughs> someone get me out of here. And thankfully I was like right there. The, the flight attendant ended up helping. Yeah. Cause those bathrooms are claustrophobic. I feel like. Yeah. Well, and if you're his age, I get like, you know, he's never really flown since he was a toddler and he didn't know how to unlock the door. So anyways, the flight attendant rescued him out. But, um, so if I was traveling with kids, definitely buy a bathroom. Um, without kids, I would say middle of the front so that you can get out easier uh, or faster. And then I like the aisle seat so that I can go to the bathroom. I, okay. This, I feel like this question shows a lot about our personalities, maybe our Enneagram number two, because I, without or with or without kids, we'll go immediately to the back of the plane because I don't want people looking at me where I am. Like I like, like when they come the onto back. the plane. Yes, like I want to be in the very back and observe everything happening in front of me, so I can, you know, in worst case scenario, know what is going on. Mm-hmm. So I like the back. Except I will add. An exception to that. My favorite travel partner is our sister, Ellie. So I'm usually traveling with Ellie because we fly out of the same airport to go see Christina, basically. So with her, we always choose the very first row seat so we can get out right away to see Christina. Mm -hmm. And because when I'm with Ellie or Christina, then I'm like not as nervous for all the things to go wrong because I feel like they'll take care of that. (laughs) But if it's just me, I'm going immediately to the back. Okay, so I feel like this one's hard. How would you tie this into your... I know how I would tie it into your product. I mean, I love love, uh, showing my airport outfits. Yeah, that's what I was going to be like. You can be like, yeah, here's here's the perfect outfit to lounge in the backseat and get your kids out of the bathroom. Yeah. I feel like that dress comfy. I don't know. Mine would, if I started talking about airports, it would have to be like something about security and beware of you can't travel with candles. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I would go use this one. 
Yeah, maybe not. Some don't have you have to, to some questions, like I was talking about last week on the podcast, like you don't want to be like, what's your favorite food? Like you really have to think like, is this going to provide uh, growth to the connection between my my customers and I? Yeah, and I guess I could, if my scent was, if my scent tied into a location, I could open it up with that of like, here's this beach scent or, Last time I traveled to a beach was blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But this or, is far reaching. This is just showing yes. you like how you could make anything. Yeah. Or like you traveled for a candle workshop at our shop. So you could work it into that. Yeah. Okay. Next question. If you could live anywhere for a year, where would you live? I mean, that's easy. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We okay, always we're going joke based, about. We always joke about. Um, I'm not going to say our addresses because I don't know who's listening, but we always like the do the one number up it. from our addresses. And we're like, that is our dream location. Okay. So actually someone asked me this question last week and I had an answer. So I will tell you the answer, but I will say if it was based on people, a hundred percent, I would move by my sisters for a year, a hundred percent. And mainly as much as I love my sisters, it would mainly be to watch my nephews play sports. Like just for Aww. a year, like I just want to see them play all their things. If I could move anywhere, <laughs> well, number one, Minnesota has always been someplace that I would love to live, except that it is extreme, like the tundra. If it wasn't for that, I was in a wedding there and they were the nicest human beings that I've ever interacted with. So I always told Tyler, like Minneapolis was so great, but we wouldn't move there because it's extremely cold. If I could move anywhere, it would be Maine. Oh, have you been to Maine? Nope. No. (laughs) I've actually never been to the Northeast. We were supposed to go to Boston last year, but it got canceled because of COVID. But the Northeast just looks so beautiful. And you know why I would want to live in Maine? Because Maine is not in the news. You know who is in the news? (laughs) Texas. (laughs) And Illinois. Yeah, we live in the worst places, I feel like. So Maine. Maine is where I would go live for a year. I like that. I, I feel like we had a similar question to this come up in our family discussion last night, but I feel like, cause I actually have not really traveled like outside of the United States, except for Mexico for, you know, those kind of trips. But I would love, I feel like I would really love the Mediterranean or so like Italy. Oh, I didn't even think about outside of the I United know. States. Well, yeah, you know, I know. I don't know. United United States, Greece. I see. I love. Yeah. I just want to, I think that, I think that's what Michael and I, one of our goals is because we're young parents. So we'll be kind of like, okay, Trevor graduates next year. I'll be 38. I mean, I still have two more Elliot and Simon to go, but we'll be kind of young when everybody's gone. So I would love to like not have a home base and just like be able to travel around and like visit them wherever they are, visit you wherever you are and have like a lot more freedom to just go around and not be stuck in one place. I don't know. I feel so because we have like our house and our kids and everything here that it's hard in our, our small business. It's hard to I don't know, maybe, maybe you guys listening, this is not hard for you to get out and about in the world, but 
I don't want to be tied down to one place. I don't think, cause I've been tied down for so long. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully by that time you'll be able to hire people to run your shop. That's very true. You could so how would you that. talk about that with your audience? Oh, <laughs> I would probably say something about the only states I haven't sold in have been blank, blank, and blank. And oh, that's that's really good. I didn't even think of that. I would love to sell to those places. So if you know anybody in those <laughs> places, tag them. I don't know how I would talk about it. Well, hopefully one day I'll have a picture of me in Maine. No, I know how we could talk about it. I could post. Small business sisters. We can talk about someday we're going to have a store together. <laughs> and this is the ideal place. It would be Maine. <laughs> Maine. Maine. With Jenny's R- or RV so she can not be tied to one place. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Okay. Sweetie so Lobster. Should we do more? Yeah, let's do okay. What's one of your most treasured possessions? Mm. Um, I would say so. My middle Bennett had meningitis when he was seven days old. It's actually a very traumatic story. Maybe we'll tell it on the podcast sometime because that does influence a lot of who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, he coded several times, uh, over the course of the time he had meningitis. It was very awful and traumatic. Anyways, uh, I kept his hospital bracelets and my mother-in-law made my mother-in-law scrapbooks. And so she made a scrapbook of just that time period. And I, every once in a while, we'll get it out and look at it. And just remember what a gift then it is. He is. I remember that time vividly. It was we, Ellie and I flew down to be with you and be, I remember being with Bennett because we would take turns overnight so you could sleep a little bit. And I remember ba- holding baby Bennett at like 2 a.m. And he started, you know, when they, they're newborns and they just do their gas smiles. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he was doing that. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, and I had a special connection with Bennett over that because uh-huh. I had meningitis too, mm-hmm. but that like two years before. So it, yeah, that was before really he was born. Weird. I ask him all the time, what do you and Jenny have in common? He's always like, we had meningitis. (laughs) So Bennett also, fun fact, has this like shtick with me that I like really annoy him and he can't stand me. So he, (laughs) and he keeps it up, but sometimes Mm -hmm. I can see like cracks of it when Like well, we and you together. know it's not true because he texts you all the time. Right, right. But it's it's similar to actually my relationship with my 16-year-old Trevor, that there <laughs> is this act that they just think is so funny because mm-hmm. I get so worked up about it. Yeah. But I Which I actually think Bennett and you aren't supposed to label your kids. So just pretend like I don't say this, but I actually see a lot of Enneagram four in him of like always wanting to be like the different one or wanting, you know, just to be like, no one understands me. Right. You know, right. Um, I see that a lot in him, which that's, yeah, that I like that. that's, that's a good quality actually to be like able to just be the only one. Mm-hmm. he's not um, yeah he 
he doesn't care what people think for sure. Yeah. I would say my most treasured possession are all my journals because that's uh, a self-care practice. I started probably maybe even eight years ago now. So I have like eight years of journals. That's so cool. Yeah. And it's really something that is so, so, so helpful to me because I've shared before how pieces of my anxiety are like spinning in my head, all these worst case scenarios. And I usually always feel like that one is the one that's going to end everything. And so rereading journals, I'll often just grab one and read the the year ago or two years ago from that date. So Mm -hmm. like right now I would go read all my past Februaries and it's just so fascinating to see patterns of how like I felt like it was the end of the world. And then I worked through that situation and here I am and it's great. And then I would be back in the depths of like, everything is terrible. (laughs) And then I'd be like, oh my gosh, everything is great. So there's something that like really helps me to go back and relive those times, especially just Mm -hmm. the like random things I'd write about that I don't have memories of, but then reading it again, it's like, oh yeah, look what I made it through. So those are, those are probably like really my most treasured possessions. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Makes me want a journal. It, and sometimes, yeah, my journals are not like, we're going to get you to make us PDFs that we can all do. <laughs> I actually, that is, okay, so here's how I would tie it into my post. It'd be like, blah, 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 journaling what I just said. And then I'd be like, I'm working on developing, and this is true, but I am working on like a one page download that you could have with my morning rituals written in for you to fill out. So like I always light a candle. So you would tie in like what scent you're smelling and how mm-hmm. you're feeling that day and what the weather's like and something that, that happened the day before that you want to remember or something you're trying to let go of. And yeah, cause that's, that's what helps me then to go back and look. So that's, I mean, okay, here's, here's, truth I was trying to develop that in like November it just keeps getting pushed on my list but someday someday we'll all have it yeah I sometimes will talk about Bennett's meningitis on my page yeah you do and that talks about kind of how doesn't that tie into when you started beautiful chaos it was when Ben oh no it was when Ollie was it was when Ollie was baby um I talk about it more on my personal page just because I have been officially, I don't know if it's a diagnosis, but um, I have medical PTSD uh, for apparent reasons. Watching your kid code is not fun, nor it it impacts you and is life-changing. And I don't think you ever go back to normal. Like when people say, oh, well, so-and-so or this and this won't happen. It's less than a 2% chance. It's, it's like, well, I've been under that 2%. So, you know, so there's this medical PTSD part where you just kind of wait for the other shoe to drop medically. And mm-hmm. so it's impacted me a lot, obviously during COVID. Um, but so I talk about it more on my personal page. I'm pretty particular about what I post on my business page, just because I live in a small town and it's impacted, um, my business partner before. And so I, I'm semi-careful about 
stuff I post that might cause emotion, emotional responses. Yeah, that's good. That's kind of you. I like that. When that's what we do discover in partnerships. That's how Susie and I are too. While beautiful chaos and illuminate space are very much us, like our own voices, our shared spaces are very shared. Like you want to be, um, you know, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but cognizant maybe of each other's voice is a different voice. So yeah, there would be things that you would share differently on those platforms. Yeah. Okay. So I have a card with two more. You want to do those? Yeah. Okay. What's the best vacation you've ever been on? What's the best vacation? Yeah. Oh, um, well, my first instinct goes to my 30th birthday. Yes, that's what I was thinking too. Um, which was a trip I took with Jenny and my other sister, Ellie, and my mom, Julie. And for my 30th birthday, we went on a cruise um, to Costa Maya and Cozumel. And um, was that it? Those two spots? Um, Costa Maya, No, Cozumel. where was the... Okay. Was it Costa Maya where we fell in love with the kids? Yeah. That was Costa Maya. Okay. Um, yeah. Then there was two. That was must two. have been it. But yeah, that so was wasn't a, a really, cruise. really fun trip. Um, it was so fun because it's exactly as you would imagine uh-huh. three sisters and their mom to be. Yes. yes. Like there were so many funny stories. Yes. Yes. And oftentimes, well, cause we, here's a, here's something you should do. And this is what my post would be write down stories all the time. Yes. Your notes pad should be your like walking journal. Um, because, Oh, you should see my notes app. Like the things that I've written down, I've written down quotes my kids say and have said in the past, like a funny moment before t- between Tyler and I, cause I'll just go back and read them. And it just brings smiles to my faces <laughs> and my face. Um, but so we'll sometimes just like <laughs> text the quotes from the cruise to each other. And it, it makes us laugh. But oh, I would yes. say that. However, I mean, there were some pretty epic trips when I was younger. Um, but we just like today, this morning, booked our Disney trip that we have been waiting to take since 2019. Um, we canceled it because our dog had emergency surgery that cost the same amount as Disney. And then, so we moved it to 2020. And then of course, COVID happened, Disney closed. And then we, we tried one more time and I forget why that one got moved, but we officially rescheduled it to this June. And I'm, I feel like that's going to be such a good vacation because outside of going to the beach in Texas, we haven't done a trip with just us and our boys um, because we go to places like Chicago or wherever family is. And so um, I'm so excited. I'm excited for you because that's what I was going to answer. Similarly, like the funniest trip was definitely the trip with you and mom and Ellie. Uh, but my favorite trip as a family was we went to California and we went, we spent the day at Universal Studios and I know, and anytime we do like, we've done Six Flags before for the day. And I know this sounds so cheesy because it's a theme park, but there's something about being at a theme park with your family for the day. You're like unplugged from the world. 
You don't have the regular daily cares. You're eating junk food. There's just like you're on crazy rides and things. I don't know. There is something like I really hold tight in my heart about the day at Universal Studios and the day we did um, Six Flags together because it's just I don't know. I just love it. So I'm excited. I love that. Yeah. And it'll be fun. I am obsessed with Star Wars because my boys were always obsessed with Star Wars. And so I'm specifically excited to see them at Star Wars land. And, yes, that and is going to be awesome. at Star Wars land. Yes, exactly. That's what, so when we went to Universal, 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 Simon, remember when Simon was so into superheroes, like he still is, but he was like real into it. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so we went on the Transformers ride and um, the the bit, I'm not really a Transformers person. So I don't, Optimus Prime, I think, like leaned down. So everything, it's like a virtual ride. So he like, you feel like you're in the ship. You have to like save Oh, no, no, no. Remember me in the VR? Mm-mm. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, get ready. Most of the rides are like that. But he like leaned down and talked to four-year-old Simon, like, thank you for saving us. And Simon looked up and was like, you're welcome. <laughs> he was like, so into it. It was the best moment. Oh, oh my gosh. So great. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm be really fun. excited. Okay. So that well, you could use that family vacations and stuff in your business about, I mean, Christina could talk about her wet bags. You can talk about so much going mm-hmm. on vacation. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know. I just keep going back to quote candles. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone used to have me make them Disney pocket teas when they went on trips, but then I learned so much about copyright and oh, yeah. infringement and it's just not worth it for me anymore. So I don't know. Uh, I used know. to be really cute. Yes. Yeah. I, and my yeah, family will have them. <laughs> I'm not buying them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Last question. this is a good one what's your favorite purchase from the past six months oh um oh if it was a year I would have said my cricket because I bought that last like well we can say a year my cricket so what what do you do with your cricket so if you well there it's mainly at my store because it's I usually cut Texas out and put Texas mm-hmm. on stuff. Oh yes. Yes. Um, okay. But like this month I did hearts and people have been obsessed with the hearts. So it cuts fabric. And so I can cut whatever out of fabric. Um I, I took Oliver's, he made a list for Thanksgiving of the things he was thankful for. And Oliver will come home and be like, I need this on a shirt. Like he thinks <laughs> of these designs and has me make them. Um, and he, he brought home his thankful list and he's like, I need these on a shirt. I need my, so my cricket can cut fabric. So I made the words and then sewed them on to the shirt. So my cricket, okay. Funny story that explains Tyler and I so well. So Tyler actually surprised me and bought the cricket and the cricket is not an inexpensive item. <laughs> And he bought it when I started just dead jeans because he thought it would help production go faster for that, like cutting out the pocket square. Um, Because if you don't know, I cut a square and then I fold it into a pocket. So he thought that could help, but it really wouldn't because cutting the fabric for the pockets is super, super easy. Um, (laughs) 
And so when I said like, oh, thank you. But like classic me is like, I don't know that I'll use it. Like I, that's what, how I responded to him. By <laughs> like, oh, I, I'm not sure I'll use it. Cause I was thinking it was like for scrapbooking or whatever. So Tyler was like, okay, I'll take it back. I guess I was like, no. Cause then I get like, no, I'll figure out how to use it. Yeah, like, I'm a yeah. maker. I can figure it out. Well, then I figured out it could cut fabric into different shapes and it was extremely, I was, I always tell him to this day, I'm like, I'm so glad you got that for me. It's so helpful. Um, but that's a classic, my reaction story. I love that. I need to fix, but that um, was a good gift. Yeah. And I love that like he's a gift giver, which I hate that I responded the way I did because his love language is gift giving. Um, but I am very thankful for it and it makes very pretty things. So I love that. Actually, that's what I'll say. My let's change it to gift because my I'm trying to think of purchases in the last six months and I can't really. Besides like clothing. Yeah. (gasps) I know we got a new fridge in the last six months and that has been life changing. Well, that's exciting. Okay, I I love my cricket, but I might say the fridge. (laughs) Okay, I will. Okay, my favorite purchase is I recently. Went to a local boutique, Six Cypress, and had my friend Ellen style me and get the outfit she suggested. And I loved that because I'm not great at like picking outfits. So I loved that she like observed my body type and my personality and put together outfits for me. And I, I love them. And I've been like mixing. It's kind of like a time capsule wardrobe where she showed me like a hundred, not a hundred outfits, but like a ton of outfits you can make from these five pieces. So uh, that's been really exciting that I liked that. But then if we're talking gift, Tyler had me in the gift exchange for our siblings and Tyler got me a saw because like a power saw because I, so something I like to do with our, we get live Christmas trees, but try to keep it up as long as I can. And then when it's completely dried out, I like to saw it up and put it in our outdoor like pile for summer fire pit, firewood. <laughs> so it's like getting all used, but I've always just had a hand saw and it takes so long to do that. So not going to lie. I usually have like a full size Christmas tree sitting outside in the <laughs> pile. Which are with, yes. And each time I needed it, then I would saw some. So I'm sure our neighbors loved that. But Tyler got me a plug-in saw. So I remember when that showed up, basically anything you added to your list, he would buy. Like you want Tyler in the drawing or you want Tyler to get you in the drawing. Um, But he, I remember that showing up and I was like, did you buy a saw? Because you know, we have a million tools. And he was like, no, that's for Jenny. And I was like, Jenny? (laughs) Yes, I am so excited about my saw. I said, what is she going to start making for, I thought it was for Illuminate Space. (laughs) And anyways, and I couldn't ask you because then it would be like, hey, a saw showed up in my house for you. That's awesome. That was funny. I'm glad you like it. Well, there's our two. We could use those stories. Your cricket ties into Beautiful Chaos Shop Mm -hmm. and my saw. I guess it doesn't, but my outfits did tie in because I did a branding photo shoot Mm -hmm. for my Illuminate Space pictures. Yeah. And when you posted that, that girl nailed your, your style for sure. 
Oh gosh, she did. And I feel like, I don't know if everybody else feels like this too, but in over the pandemic, I just feel like I kind of lost my style because you don't really get ready. I mean, I no. wouldn't get ready, no, but like, not like I used to. So it yeah. really helped me to like, feel like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Yes, this is me. Ellie and I like to refer to your dress style <laughs> as boho pilgrim. Yeah, pilgrim. Well, I think you've called me pioneer before too. Yeah. Because remember that dress I loved? And oh, you're the like, Target you fashion get... this year was like right <laughs> up your alley. I know. I love it. I told Ellen that too. I was like, okay, here's the thing. I'm oddly really like pioneer pilgrim. Like, cause I, not that I feel modest, but I feel like awkward when I wear like camis or stuff like that. <laughs> she was like, uh, we're going to try it. Cause she, I did, I had to wear like a lace camisole for one of the sweaters. And I was like, I guess I could do it. Yeah, you could. Oh, that's okay. Funny. Well, we well, hope this helped you guys get to know us better. Yeah. And find ways to connect your humanness to your business. Yeah. If you want to, I'm going to post this clip on, um, or a clip from this on our Instagram. And if you want to answer one of the questions we did, yeah, we'd love to hear your answer too. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, I'll I'll post one of one of the questions that we did. You can answer it. Okay, remember, don't do small business life alone. Yes, keep coming back for more. Join in the conversation by following us on Instagram at at underscore small business sisters. Make sure to introduce yourself because we love to follow and support other small businesses. And if you love the podcast, we would absolutely be so grateful if you subscribe and leave us a review. Every positive review helps other small business owners to find us. Remember, don't do life alone. We're better together.